The Dr. Taz Show. The podcast, Dr. Taz. Superwoman Wellness. Here's Dr. Taz. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Superwoman Wellness, where you know that I am determined to bring you back to your superpowered self. This is a special episode of the Dr. Taz Show because we are in the midst of a global health crisis. And if you're anywhere around the world listening to this, you know exactly what I am talking about. I'm talking about COVID-19 or coronavirus. You know, for many of us that have been watching the news over the last few months, we all thought it wouldn't happen to us. Am I right? We thought this was not something that would affect us. This is not something that would disrupt our daily life. But I'm sitting here in Atlanta with my children doing online school, businesses shut down, and so many people worried about their future, their safety, and their health. I want to spend today's episode talking just briefly about the virus itself, and I want to draw some some parallels and and conclusions to help you understand the virus because I think it will empower you rather than scaring you and sending sort of this recurring message of fear. So let's talk about COVID-19. To begin with, COVID-19 is a respiratory virus. It is in the family of viruses known as the coronaviruses that are known to cause the common cold. What's different about COVID-19 is that we do know it attacks respiratory epithelial tissue. That's a fancy way of saying the tissue around your lungs. And because it does so, it can cause very quickly something called ARDS or acute respiratory distress syndrome. Now, I'm a former ER doctor, wanted to do ICU at some point, so we saw our fair share of ARDS, and yes, it is a critical and serious condition. But here's the message that we need to remember. It is affecting the following groups of people. It is affecting the elderly because they have usually less lung capacity and less lung reserve. It is affecting the immunocompromised because they're not able to mount an immune response to this particular virus. And we'll talk about that in just a minute. And it is affecting anybody with chronic illnesses. So our diabetics, our hypertensives, our folks with any sort of lung disease, and then even patients with heart disease or patients with ongoing inflammation. I'm gonna add that one in because I think it is affecting them as well. And they have trouble mounting the proper immune response to this particular virus and then end up needing ventilator support, hospital support that many countries as we have seen, don't have the capacity for, even ours here in the United States. So COVID-19 is more serious than a cold because it is more than just a cold virus. It has deeper and more uh, very, you know, sort of aggressive health consequences. So that's not a message of hope. And that's certainly not what I wanted to spend your time talking about today. But here's what I do want to talk about. I want to talk about how COVID-19 is spread, how we can really prevent the spread, and then what it is doing to our immune systems, because the message of hope lies there. Now, first of all, COVID-19 is spread via respiratory droplets. So we sneeze, cough, touch our face, touch a surface, the next person does it, and it passes on. The other confusing part about COVID-19 is that we can walk around for anywhere from two to 14 days and not realize that we have are carrying it or we have the symptoms um, for it and not show any symptoms, actually, is what I meant to say. So that makes it challenging. But is it really that challenging? Think of the other viruses that maybe we hold and shed and we never really know that we have because our body mounts an appropriate immune response. 
Here's where the gold is. Here's where the nugget is. COVID-19 acts upon our immune system. But unlike many other infections, it acts primarily on the T cell system. So we have two types of an immune response. We have a B cell response and a T cell response. COVID-19 appears to affect those who can't mount a proper T cell response. That's why our children seem to be spared of this particular virus because their T cell system is pretty active. It's rocking and rolling for the most part. Whereas our elderly often have an aging immune system and that don't have the T cell response to mount. So that's the difference. And by thinking of it that way, that's what gives us the power to do something about this entire virus. So for centuries, for years, we've been talking about, I haven't been around for centuries, but we, but Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine has been talking for centuries, for thousands of years about the, the power of medicinal plants and herbs to help mount an immune response. And then when we take their information and we put it under a microscope and we try to understand what's really happening, what's happening is that many of these herbs and plants are improving T cell function. They're improving T cell immunomodulation, meaning they're helping to helping the T cells to grow and proliferate, mounting that immune response. So you shut a viral load down before it has the opportunity to replicate and take over the entire body. Now in the midst of a global pandemic as we are today, I think that every opportunity to do everything we can, especially in a situation where we're hand-washing, quarantining, shutting businesses down, disrupting our daily life, is an opportunity to also to look very closely and very deeply at our immune systems. How is your immune system? Have you ever thought about your immune system? In essence, your immune system is truly one of your vital signs and something not to be taken lightly. Now I know at your routine preventive visits, you're not asking for a T cell check and a B cell check and an immune system check, but I can tell you with over a decade in practice at Center Spring MD, we have seen so many disorders and dysregulation of the immune system that it was already an epidemic before this novel virus hit. So what do we do in the situation where we don't throw up our hands in the air? We do exactly what we have learned time and time again about the immune system. You attack it on every front. If you are healthy, it is your responsibility to boost and build that immune system because we know that T cell regulatory action improves. It does improve, it's controllable. And it improves with the following things. It improves with a healthy diet, a diet high in antioxidants, a diet high in plant-based foods, low in sugar, uh, high in healthy healthy fats, low in, sat in saturated or trans fats. We know that these are the dietary things that it can improve T cells. We also know that exercise improves T cell function. We know that sleep helps T cell function. And we know that medicinal plants, some of whom I've been talking about for a while, help T cell function. Just to cross check myself, I did go into the literature and looked up and found article after article, some of them going back to 2011 or even 1999, talking about the regulatory, T cell regulatory effect of certain plants. Let me maybe focus on two of them for right now, or even three of them, because there's so many. But we know, and for example, in this journal, A Family Practice that was released in 08, it talks about Pelargonium psittocytes. Now that's a derivative, quite honestly, of geranium oil. And that particular compound has been shown in research in this particular study to improve T cell function and to cut down phase one viral load replication. 
there's promise, there's hope for us. And another study I'm looking at here, uh, we talk about astragalus, which you guys have heard me talk about so much that you're probably sick of. But astragalus is also an herb deep in Chinese medicine that's being shown to has been shown in study after study to improve T cell regulatory response and to improve the in, different interleukins, which are compounds that help the immune system. So astragalus should be in our sort of arsenal of trying to boost immune activity. And another one that I'd like to talk about today is triphala, which is an Ayurvedic herb. That one also has been shown in studies to boost T cell function and improve overall immunomodulation and immune activity. So when I think through all the all the sort of the noise and everything that's going on with coronavirus, with COVID-19, I'm going to continue to emphasize the protocols kind of instituted across the board, which is washing your hands, staying home if you're sick, not traveling to high-risk areas, minimizing your contact and social distancing. And then I'm going to add, I think the part that's getting really missed is what you're going to do about your immune system. So eat a healthy diet, lots of fresh fruits and vegetables, lots of water, stay hydrated, sleep well, and really work on minimizing the sugar. At the same time, consider adding some of these things into your daily regimen to help you keep your immune function where it needs to be. Add vitamin D, we've talked about it before, maybe around 5,000 units a day. Add in astragalus, right at a gram a day to start with, but you can increase that to up to three times a day if you're not feeling good. You can add some of these other herbs we've talked about today, like triphala or the Pelagonium psittocytes, which is found in geranium oil. A commercially prepared product is called umka. And then uh, triphala we mentioned as well. And then there's some studies too that I didn't mention on echinacea, having the same activity in terms of immunomodulary modulating function. So COVID-19 at the end of the day is about our T cell function. The good news about it is we can improve our T cells, our elderly, our immunocompromised, our patients with ongoing chronic inflammation and chronic disease have a much harder time doing so. So it gives me pause and it gives me a moment to reflect. I'd already been worried about the health of the planet. This and seeing how it is affecting people so severely continues to stress that message that we are not a healthy population by any means. And a virus can come in and take over our immune systems. Environmental toxicities come in and take over our immune systems. We have to work together to build the immune system, to change this dialogue, and to change the outcomes of our health. I hope that helps you understand COVID-19 a little bit better and understand the role of the immune system in this particular illness and why our children are safer, our elderly are not, and what you, no matter where you fall, can do about it. Thanks for watching this episode of Superwoman Wellness, which remember is on Spotify as well. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it and share it with your friends. Thank you so much.